Welcome to the Mind Matters Podcast, hosted by Gordon Bruin, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this insightful podcast, Gordon explores the intricate relationship between the mind and the brain, shedding light on the fascinating world of psychology and neuroscience. By delving into this complex interplay, the podcast will empower you with a deeper understanding of your mental processes, paving the way for personal healing and growth. Join Gordon Weekly as he unravels the mysteries of the mind, offering valuable insights and practical guidance for your mental health and a more profound connection with your inner self. The past is gone forever, and the future is always before us. The following story impacted me when I read it for the first time and has and stuck, stuck with me through the years. Dr. Joe Dispenza tells about an experience he had. A number of years ago, he was participating in a triathlon out in in California. During the biking portion of the triathlon, he was involved in a terrible accident. The result of the accident, a car hit him, dragged him down the road. And at the end of all that, he had broken six vertebrae compression fractures in his back and ranging from his shoulder blades to his kidneys. When he was taken to the hospital and was given x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs, the, the orthopedic surgeon came in and showed him the results and said, in order to contain the bone fragments that were now on my spinal cord, I needed surgery to implant something that was called a Harrington rod. And for whatever reason, Dr. Dispenza says, I didn't want to do that. He got a couple of other um, recommendations from doctors and they said the same thing. The only way you're really going to be able to recover is that you have this surgery. That he, he said the following, I believe that there's an intelligence, an invisible consciousness within each of us that's the giver of life. It supports, maintains, protects, and heals us every moment. It creates almost 100 trillion specialized cells starting from only two. It keeps our hearts beating hundreds of thousands of times per day, and it can organize hundreds of thousands of chemical reactions in a single cell in every second, among other amazing, uh, amazing functions. Now, is it, and he was wondering, is it possible to connect with it and developing a relationship with it? And so he started, he decided that he was not going to have the surgery against medical advice. And he said, I'm going to start going into my mind's eye, projecting myself into the future, projecting my body being healed. And he said this, first every day, I would put all my consciousness, conscious attention on this intelligence within me and give it a plan a template, a vision with very specific orders. And then I would surrender my healing to this greater mind that has unlimited power, allowing it to do the healing for me. And second, I wouldn't let any thought slip by my awareness that I didn't want to experience. He says, sounds easy, right? And 
anyone who has a, has practiced mindfulness or has attempted mindfulness knows how difficult it is. We literally have thousands of thoughts intruding upon us every day. Mindfulness, from, from my definition of mindfulness, is just bringing your wandering mind back to quality thoughts over and over and over again. And so Dr. Joe Dispenza said, I decided, he made a decision, that I would begin every day by restructuring my spine in my mind's eye, vertebrae by vertebrae. And I would show this consciousness, if it was paying attention to my efforts, what I wanted. And, I, and, and this is something that I find really interesting. He says, I knew that it would demand my absolute presence. So it, it couldn't be just a fleeting, oh, I want to get better. And then you just go, you know, spend your attention on other things. It was like the quality of awareness or attention was significant in doing that. He says, so for two hours, twice a day, I went within and began creating a picture of my, of my intended results. See, projecting his mind into the future of a totally healed spine. Of course, I became aware of how unconscious and unfocused I was. It's ironic, I realized back then that when a crisis or trauma occurs, we spend too much time of our attention and energy thinking about what we don't want instead of what we do want. Again, what I've been talking about in these podcasts, it's like we, we don't want the same that happened in the past. So we're constantly going back to the past and thinking about the horrible things that have happened to us instead of projecting ourselves more clearly into the future. And so the work, and again, I'm not, I'm not denying past things affect us. They absolutely 100% do. Our current environment affects us, so we have to pay attention to that. But what I believe happens is that we spend about 90% of our time in the past, and of the things we don't want. And I'm suggesting if we can mindfully at least spend half of our time projecting ourselves into the future in what we do want, that our lives can, be, can, can progress, that we can be happier. Because as we let our idealized future self pull us forward, it will always pull us forward saying, you can do this. You can handle it because whatever situation you find yourself in in the moment, as you project yourself into the future five years, you've, you've already lived through it and you've survived it. Sometimes, have you ever considered this? Sometimes when you think of the past, that you, you reminisce about it and it's, oh, I wish I could go back to the past when things are easier. But if you really think about it, if you go back to that moment in the past, when you were in the state in the past, it wasn't easy then. It was very challenging. You, you, you had anxiety about things. And, but as you are looking back, you know, you forget about those things because you know you've worked through it. You were able to survive that situation. So sometimes when we look back, we go, oh, I wish I could go back when things were easier. But when you were actually back there, they, they weren't so easy. So um, anyway, it was interesting. So Do Dr. Dispenza says this. Finally, 
After six weeks of battling within myself and making the effort to be present with this consciousness, I was able to make it through my inward reconstruction process without having to start and stop over from the beginning. This, is, this goes back to what Albert Einstein says, that imagination is the most important thing in the world and that it is easier... I'm saying this, not Einstein, this next part. It's easier for us to remember the past than it is to project ourselves into the future. It took, so, so Joe Dispenza says, it took him six weeks of definite practice because he really couldn't do anything. He was just laying face down as his spine was, he was ordering his spine to heal and trying to create uh, this mindfulness where he was able to be totally present in, in his reconstruction process. And, and he says, I remember the day that I did it for the first time. It was like hitting a tennis ball on the sweet spot. There was something right about it. It clicked. I clicked. And I felt complete, satisfied, and whole. For the first time, I was truly relaxed and present. And he, he says, as, as time goes on, he says, at nine and a half weeks after the accident, I got up and walked back into my life without having any body cast or any surgeries. I had reached full recovery. I started seeing patients. He was a chiropractor, so I started seeing patients again at 10 weeks and was back to training and lifting weights again while continuing my rehabilitation at, at 12 weeks. And now, almost 30 years after the accident, I can honestly say that I've hardly ever had back pain since. So the only thing we have to go on is, is his story. And I, I take his word for, for what he said transpired. You know, you, there's, there's great power latent within each one of us, but, but he was only able to access that when he gave his full attention to this process. It wasn't willy-nilly. It, it it wasn't like, oh, I wonder if this is going to happen. He kind of ordered it in his mind, was patient, and went to work. Again, allowing the future self, his healed self, he saw himself completely healed in the future, rather than focusing on, oh, I'm going to be paralyzed. I'm never going to be able to stand. Because whatever we pay attention to, Back to the whole theory of quantum physics, whatever thought we pay attention to collapses all other possibilities. So keeping the mind focused in the future where you want to go, that allows, that allows nature, the intelligent force in the universe to pull us for, forward and become creators of our own life. Again, back to George Bernard Shaw. Life is not about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Thank you for joining us. If you want more in-depth knowledge and tools to aid your recovery journey, check out Gordon Burns' book, Recovery Simplified. Gordon dives deeper into the complex mind, offering a comprehensive guide to the recovery process. To get your hands on this priceless resource, visit our website at gordonbruin.com. 
where you'll find more information about Recovery Simplified and how it can be a powerful companion toward healing and personal transformation.